This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we discuss the new SuperPod offering that combines NetApp E-Series with NVIDIA Solutions. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipok. Zipok. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the basement of my house and with me today I have a couple of special guests to talk to us all about ONTAP AI as well as the new SuperPod offering. Uh, so to do that today we have Mike McNamara. Mike, what do you do here at NetApp and how do we reach you? Sure. Hi folks, Mike McNamara. I'm in our AI solutions marketing group, also handle analytics. And to get a hold of me, you can get me on Twitter at and McNamara 12, also on LinkedIn. And uh, you can just check out my my blogs on uh, the netapp.com community site. All right, excellent. Also with us today, uh, Chris Weber. Uh, Chris, not the basketball player Weber. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I assume you're not. Uh, so what do you do here at NetApp and how do I reach you? Uh, yeah, no, I am definitely not the basketball player. I'm Nowhere near as good at him, but I am a software engineer in the E-Series group. And most recently, I've been one of the technical leads for our E-Series AI solutions. And you can look me up on LinkedIn as well. All right. And we'll include those links in the blog. So um, it's interesting that, you know, we have the E-Series folk here, folk, singular, singular folk here uh, to talk about this new offering. And that's because of the specific way this works. But before we get into all that, um, Mike, could you give me an overview of, of ONTEP AI in general, what that is, and then we can move into the SuperPod discussion? Sure. So Justin, ONTEP AI, that's been our, call it our flagship product when we first got into the AI space. Man, that was probably back in 2018 calendar with NVIDIA. The first offering we brought to market was what we call NetApp on tap AI. And what that is, it it's it's NetApp all flash storage uh, validated with NVIDIA DGX servers as well as Mellanox networking. But in addition to that, we've also would test and validate with other third-party partners. So for example, there's a company called Domino Data Labs that's very big in machine learning ops. And so we work tightly with them and, and with NVIDIA. And with this ONTAP AI, you know, we've, we have over, I think around 350 installations worldwide. So it's been very successful and we have two offerings. So we, we can, if the customer wants, if they want a blueprint or a, a recipe, if you will, we have a reference architecture that they can follow and go and, you know, put it together themselves. The other is for those customers that, hey, I just want, I want you guys to just put it all together for me. I don't want to have to, you know, read a read a, a reference architecture. I just I I want all the pieces all put together. And so we we have what we call the integrated version. So on tap AI integrated solution. And from there, the customer could choose from a starter kit, again, which would include the server, the storage, the, the networking. It comes with integration and installation support. 
so they can start with the starter kit and then we have a small a medium and a large version of that so so we get two different choices and then i would add to what we've we've done and we've done a good job at this at netup is that we've done a lot of work when it comes to different use cases in different industries so what we did with with ontap ai is that we we looked at two broad use cases one of which is natural language processing so a simple example of that is if you're an apple user think of siri or if you're a google and use you know alexa that's another example but you know obviously larger scale for for what we're doing in coming you know speech to text but natural language processing is a very very popular use case known as NLP it cuts across all verticals and we've done a lot of testing and work and validation within that use case with our partner Nvidia and the other is computer vision another big one again cuts across multiple industries think of computer vision as using images so whether that's um, cameras you know a simple example would be maybe at a traffic light there's a camera that's being used to look at the flow of traffic and time the the lights for example and so we've we've done all that testing with ontap ai and then we did a double click and we said okay let's do some work in financial services and medicine and medicine I refer to as healthcare and life sciences and manufacturing both manufacturing from a from a like a supply chain point of view and then from a government point of view matter of fact we just released a lot of content just the other day on uh, ai in, in government and then what we're working in the throes now is updating our ai and automotive so in automotive think for example autonomous vehicles is a is is a big use case of course so we've we've done a lot of work with that offering again with specific use cases and then bringing it down to the specific industry. So I'll give you one more example like financial services. We did a lot of work in that. So a big use case in financial services is fraud detection. And so we you can go on again netup.com/ai and see a lot of the work we've done with the ontap AI offering in different industries and with different use cases. So that's a, a quick high level summary of that offering. Okay, excellent. So, you know, ONTAP AI is kind of like a FlexPod, but not, not a FlexPod. Um, so SuperPod, <laughs> I guess, would be more like a FlexPod. Um, but, you know, you, you tell me, like, is SuperPod kind of going in that direction? What exactly are we dealing with when we, when we deal with a SuperPod? And what makes it super? Well, I'll, I'll jump in and let Chris jump in. Yes. So the term SuperPod, I, I, I really like the nomenclature. Now, the term SuperPod is an NVIDIA term. We net up didn't come up with that at the our official nomenclature is nvidia dgx superpod with netapp but think of it as like in simple terms ai on steroids <laughs> and it's very similar you know to the ontap ai configuration you know you you move the the aff system and here you're putting in an, an, an ef series system the ef 600 but superpod also a big component of that configuration is certainly a, a parallel file system which we're going to talk a little bit about on this call we're using pgfs the interconnect is infiniband Whereas with with ONTAP AI, we're more um, Ethernet and interconnect running NFS. So uh, this SuperPod configuration is, I mean, we're 
we're talking about with NVIDIA, a, a configuration begins at 20 NVIDIA DGX servers. So this, you know, this is big, you know, and we have uh, building blocks starting with two EF600s and going in increments. So it's, it's really, uh, it's like, a, you know, for those customers who are doing really high performance computing, high end natural language processing, big scale natural language understanding type environments, big research universities, this SuperPod offering is perfect for them. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you used that FlexPod analogy earlier, and SuperPod is basically like a supercomputer in a pod form. And as Mike said, it starts at 20 DGXs, and if you want to add, you have to add in increments of 20. And I believe the largest commercial one right now is 140 DGX nodes. That's a lot of nodes. <laughs> um, so, you know, what... You know, you mentioned that it's it's using E series and BGFS um, versus ONTAP. So, before we get into when and why you'd use one or the other, um, tell me a little bit more about BGFS and you know why that specific file system was chosen. I know that's like a, a, a parallel file system, and, and it can stripe things, but why that over other file systems that could do something similar? Uh, yeah, no, that's a very good question. So BGFS, as you mentioned, is a parallel file system. And, you know, parallel files, once you hit some of these massive AI workloads that we're talking about that would require 20 DGX nodes, or 40, 60, 80, you know, hundreds of nodes that are out there, uh, you know, you hit some of these workloads where the bottlenecks just traditional file systems can't handle that. So if you are trying to feed 20, 40, 60 GP, you know, DGXs with millions of GPU cores and say you have a massive data set of very large files, think hundreds of gigabytes or even larger, and those files, you know, a traditional file system, they are on one system and you will hit the bottlenecks of your InfiniBand fabric in between there. So BGFS allows you to stripe that across all of the BGFS clients in the cluster. And that way you can have all of the DGXs accessing all of the BGFS clients at the same time and distributing those IO loads all around your storage cluster. Earlier, I, I you know, I touched on we'd cover why we choose something like a BGFS over an ONTAP in certain situations, you know, so let's, let's talk about that. When would you choose an ONTAP AI with ONTAP versus a SuperPod with BGFS and E-Series? When a customer should consider NetApp ONTAP AI, if they're using NFS, looking for a hybrid cloud, they're running multiple jobs they want to do, maybe I mentioned uh, MLOps integration, so Domino Data or Aguazio are two key players if you want to integrate those. You're just doing general purpose machine learning, deep learning, running uh, workloads like fraud detection, bots, imaging. Those are all AI centers are excellent. Is it key buzzword? Those are all great for NetApp ONTAP AI. Now, for DGX SuperPod with NetApp, if you're using a parallel file system, for example, BGFS, uh, InfiniBand, very high high speed, big bandwidth interconnect, they're not as concerned about data management, all the data management bells and whistles that ONTAP AI has. 
uh, running a single job. And you'll think of examples like oil and gas workloads, genomics, high-performance computing, uh, large-scale natural language processing or natural language understanding. That's when you would go, the customer would go with DJX Superpod with NetApp. Yep. Yeah, there's kind of two AI use models that we've seen. You know, when you have a bunch of DGXs clustered together, you can use it for hundreds of AI jobs spread across, you know, the hundreds or thousands of compute nodes out there and where everybody's getting a little bit of AI at a time. And for that, I mean, you can't beat ONTAP AI for that use case. But the other workload is let's take all of the DGX nodes and point them at a single job. And when you do that, that's where you reach those bottlenecks that I had discussed last time. And the benefits of the parallel file system really shine for those workloads. You've touched on the differences of ONTAP AI versus SuperPod and some use cases of when you would use it versus when you wouldn't. So let's get into a little more of the technical details about SuperPod. So can you kind of give me an idea of what's in, in the background there? Like what sort of hardware are we running? Um, what, what sort of performance can we expect? Yeah, so SuperPod, you know, it's a very locked down reference architecture from NVIDIA. And it's formed in what they call scalable units. And you know, one scalable unit, as we've mentioned a couple of times already, starts at 20 DGX nodes in a cluster and for superpod trademark you know the nvidia official one everything both compute and storage is connected with infiniband infiniband today connecting all of the compute and the storage and for the storage we've built a solution based around bgfs and the ef600 all flash nvme arrays and we've built up a reference architecture where we combine BGFS and the EFs into storage building blocks. And you need a couple of these building blocks to start out. So you have a quorum for your cluster. And then depending on how much performance or capacity that you need, you can just add the BGFS based building blocks and scale up the storage to, you know, if you need massive capacity there or you need even more bandwidth than originally anticipated you just throw more building blocks in and as far as the building blocks go is that a non-disruptive process is it pretty easy to grow it out um do you have to take any sort of maintenance windows to do that or is it pretty straightforward you would probably have a maintenance window to add some but as far as deploying and adding them uh, we have added a lot of integrations in to BGFS and scripted up most of the deployment into Ansible playbooks. So really just adding and deploying BGFS building blocks. You know, if you're using Ansible, it can be distilled down to just adding, you know, knowing the IP addresses that you're going to point everything to, putting those out there and letting the machine do the work for you. And I just add, Jason, too, you know, we've a question we get about BGFS is, hey, NetApp, do you guys provide the support? Now, we don't, BG, BGFS is, comes from uh, one of our key partners called ThinkPark. So 
they're the ones, if you will, who who distribute uh, BGFS. However, we NetApp do provide level one and level two support on BGFS. So when the solution is sold into a customer environment and there's a problem with BGFS, we NetApp are going to handle that. In addition, of course, to handling all the if there's any issues with the with the storage or the overall solution. What about the DGX pieces? Is that also NetApp or is that going to be a, kind of a coordination with NVIDIA? Yeah, that is a, a coordination with with NVIDIA. So if you know if it's not something we can handle right off the bat, we'll we'll bring them in to to and fix that problem with their server. Yeah, we've done a lot of back and forth, and we've got yeah supporting a supercomputer can be very difficult. But we've got it distilled down to if you can f- narrow down the problem to either the compute or the networking. You know, NVIDIA provides both of those, so you call them. And if you believe your issue is on the storage side, NetApp, where we support the EF, 600s, and BGFS, and everything else in the storage stack, you call NetApp. And then let's say you're not quite sure, you call the wrong one, you know, we triage it, and then we connect behind the scenes and get the customer handed off to wherever they need to go, both if it needs to go from NVIDIA to NetApp or NetApp to NVIDIA. So we've tried to streamline and simplify that for the customer quite a bit. What if I don't know? <laughs> like, like, what if I just have a problem? I'm like, okay, I don't really know where this is in the stack or I don't really, I don't care where it is in the stack. I want my support. Do I just start with NetApp there? Yeah, I mean, you can't really go wrong with one or the other. You, you know, we both know how to start looking at it and figure out if it's in our realm or not our realm. And, you know, if we don't know, then we can all work together and try and isolate where that problem is. Yeah. That's the good thing, just you know, with this solution, it's a certified solution. So we, we had to meet all these criteria laid out by NVIDIA, which we did. So yes, Chris is saying there is a very strong, handshake and interlock hand and glove between NetApp and NVIDIA on the whole solution. So have you done any performance benchmarking with this? Have you got any published results or internal results that you can share? We do have a lot of numbers Um, just at a high level. You know, we mentioned that we have BGFS building blocks and, you know, each set of building blocks that you add adds about 70 gigabytes per second of read bandwidth and 23 gigabytes per second of write bandwidth. As each building block you add, it just scales linearly. So you just keep adding those numbers based on however many building blocks that you want. Now, different workloads have different numbers and there are some documents published out there that go into more depth on you know all of the different benchmarking and performance numbers that we've collected out there so does this solution tie into ontap ai at all is there any sort of integration that you can do where you can kind of use both in an environment that's to something where a future product that we're we're looking at between the two companies where both products could be coexistent in the same same configuration with uh, with the appropriate networking to 
accept both, you know, InfiniBand and, and Ethernet. Okay, so basically, right now, it'd be a standalone for each, and then your application would just point to each, but there's no communication across the two. Right. Yeah, we are. Uh, we've had customers ask us that exact question. So there's a lot of interest out there, and you know, really, you know, when I was talking earlier about the two different workloads of, well, what if you have hundreds of people doing hundreds of jobs using ONTAP AI, and then you want a large job across all of the nodes. And some customers are like, well, you know, I really want both of those. And so we are looking at just how to combine ONTAP AI plus the E-Series BGFS building blocks into one massive cluster that can do all of it combined. So you've got the strengths of both sides. Yeah, I can imagine scenarios where one would be a data lake and the other one would be the processing you know, of the actual information, right? And being able to quickly take that information and move it across different pods would probably be very useful for those workloads. Yep. Yeah. And you mentioned, well, what if I want to grow my cluster? And so, you know, somebody may start off with ONTAP AI and want to add the BGFS into there. They may start off with BGFS and want to add ONTAP AI in the future. You know, we're looking at all of the different ways that you could grow and build this out. So would you be calling this super duper pod? <laughs> Super Megapod. I don't know. I'm not the guy that names things, so I'm probably the wrong one to ask there. <laughs> they should totally hire me to name things. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Sometimes the hardest part of the job is picking a name. Yeah. yeah. No one's ever going to agree on the names. So it's just, you kind of just got to roll with it. All right, cool. So, um, you know, a lot here to, to process. Um, we'd probably need a super pod to process it all. Uh, <laughs> So uh, anything else that you can tell me about SuperPod that you want people to know about it? Well, I, I would add, Justin, is, and NetApp's recently made an announcement on this. It was uh, via social media. Some of your listeners may have seen this at Wichita State University, where, and Chris is actually based out of the NetApp Wichita office, but at Wichita State University, uh, there's an innovation lab, and it's a NetApp and NVIDIA equipment are, will be in that lab. And one of the uh, solutions that they're going to be using is the SuperPod solution. So they will uh, be a nice reference for us down the road. Matter of fact, we made a public announcement yesterday on May 10th, and Wichita State University was quoted within our press release. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. They're trying to build a data center just across the way from our office here. I can look out the windows and see the cranes putting it together right now. And we're helping them spec out what it will take to do the next generation super pods so they can have one there. And they would like to be able to share that with their own data scientists on campus, as well as industry partners and kind of create a whole AI center of excellence here on campus to distribute uh, all those resources out to partners. And so, you know, we had mentioned earlier how it's, you know, super pod with BGFS, 
But, you know, as we're talking through them, it's that whole, well, you know, ONTAP AI is going to provide a lot of benefit in there too. So we're trying to string that all together into one really cool offering. You guys going to invite the the shocker mascot for for the party? Oh, I would I would plan on it. <laughs> that thing looks like a like a thing of fries. <laughs> <laughs> he does. It's pretty awesome. Nightmare fuel for for the children that you have out there. All right, cool. So, you know, sounds like we got some some uh good information here on this podcast, but I would imagine that there's some information out there that's written down that we can take a look at. So uh, where would we find that? Yes, we've got a lot of good info, Justin. So for a couple spots on simple, just for the folks listening to this, just type netapp.com forward slash AI. And we've got super pod information on our AI hub page. Another page is if you're on netup.com, just type in the keyword HPC, and we have a high-performance computing page, HPC page, and which has information about SuperPod, but also what NetApp's overall offerings and prowess within high-performance computing. And that's that's another thing. If I could just digress for a minute, you know, SuperPod. We talked about one of the key workloads focus areas is high-performance computing, and that's been, by the way, an area of focus and emphasis for the E-Series product line for a long, long time. And they've done extremely well in high-performance computing. And and just for the folks listening to this, I mean, there are like statistics, like there are over, and we tout this, but the, over a million E-Series systems shipped since their inception worldwide. So that is massive. And what that tells you is that it is rock solid. <laughs> so the fact that now we've got E-Series in this hype, in this SuperPod configuration and going after these AI and HPC workloads, it's it's using a platform and a, a business unit, if you will, that has had a lot of experience selling into high performance computing. Now we're just doing it with this uh, a different different offering, but you know the product's been rock solid and, and proven. Yeah. And oh. these, these building blocks are cool because, you know, if somebody doesn't want 20 DGX nodes, they want two or three, or we're even working a deal right now where it's just 200 compute nodes. So just true HPC, the building blocks can be tailored for any of those deployments as well. So Mike, I was, I was detecting an accent there. Is that a, is that a Wichita accent? Me, no. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, in, in another good spot, too, that you asked about where to get more information is NetApp TV or NTV. We already have, we've got two short videos up on NTV about, about SuperPod, and there'll be, there'll be more to come. I want my NTV. Yeah. And, of course, for any NetApp folks listening, we've got a specific landing page just for SuperPod on the field portal. Awesome. So if you were a field support guy or a, a sales guy, how would you lead the conversation? Like, how would you start the conversation about SuperPod? If they are like, a, for example, a big research university, a, uh, a national research center, those type of customers that are doing this really supercomputing type workloads, that's where SuperPod 
is a really good fit. You know, as as we said, I mean, these configurations start with 20 DGX servers. I mean, our ONTAP AI configs, you know, there might be two, four DGX servers. So it's it's a you know the 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 scale is so so large with with superpod so it's again you know when you're when you're thinking of you know again customers doing those supercomputing high performance computing uh really high bandwidth type environments and you know when the customer again is is probably going to be using uh, looking for uh, a parallel file system and use you're probably using infiniband because of that high bandwidth because of the performance requirements boom that's when you want to think ah that is a that's going to be a, a super pod opportunity. So they they probably wouldn't be as prevalent as say ONTAP AI would just call it more general purpose AI, but certainly without question these opportunities exist. And I'll tell you, they are very lucrative because these are you know big configurations. So it's going to be a big average sale. And Jason, if I may conclude with just one uh, summary point. Just to say that, so SuperPod, it, it, it fills a need we've had in our portfolio, which is great. So now, if you will, we, we've got that box checked. So as, I, as we started the conversation off, you know, we've had ONTAP AI, we've got two offerings, the reference architecture and what we call the integrated solution. If a customer wants it all packaged together, including support, they can go with the integrated offering. And again, that's more you know, general purpose AI. We, we talked about, you know, SuperPod as being these high performance computing, uh, big scale supercomputing type environments. But there's a third product, which I haven't mentioned yet. I just want to quickly mention it just to round things out. And again, another in, in product that we are jointly in partnership with NVIDIA. But the difference with this one is we are exclusive with NVIDIA. And that product is called NVIDIA DGX Foundry with NetApple. And this NVIDIA DGX Foundry, it's a option-based, and our piece to that is Keystone. So if a customer does not want to procure you know, all the infrastructure that themselves, they want someone else to handle it, in this case being um, NVIDIA, they can go with this DGX Foundry and then they can just kind of, you know, pay as they go with this subscription model. And again, our piece to that is, is Keystone. So we, we kind of, what's nice is that our portfolio with NVIDIA is, is really now all encompassing. And this last piece that we were, if you will, missing was this uh, SuperPod certification. And then now we have it. So we really honestly have a, a very strong, very robust portfolio with NVIDIA, with NVIDIA vis-a-vis the other, our competitors who, who partner with, with NVIDIA. Again, Mike, if we wanted to reach you, how would we do that? Sure. So you can uh, reach me just at NetApp and Mike at NetApp.com. And Chris? WeberC at NetApp.com. You can reach me there. It's 1B, not like the basketball player. Sorry, I've confused people now. Sorry about that. No, I, I get that all the time, actually. No, that I'm not original. <laughs> That's disappointing and unpredictable. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. So uh, again, you know, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Chris, for joining us to talk to us about SuperPod. Superpod.
All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via TechOnTapPodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Mike McNamara and Chris Weber for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.